Welcome to The Recognition. My name's Neely. I'm here with Kaylee, my friend, my co-worker, my PIC, mm-hmm. podcaster in crime. Oh, yeah. How's it going? It's going wonderfully. It's going. Yeah, how are you? Uh, you know, of all things, you know this about me. I aspire to be... Am I supposed to fill in the blank? Yes. Trendy? Trendy! <laughs> so this quick shorty episode is about trends. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple of things we want to bring to your attention uh, as listeners some trends that are happening in the workforce that you should be aware of. We'll produce uh, a couple of references uh, in the show notes so that you can dig in a little bit deeper. Um, but some some really, really interesting, cool things mm-hmm. are happening. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Where should we start with this? Let's start with the gender gap in the workplace. So it turns out that the gap between men and women in the workplace is at a record low. And I think when I heard record low, I was like, what does that mean? Mm. I can't conceptualize what's happening. And then you look at the chart. This is actually a good thing. This means there's almost as many women as men in the workplace. We're not quite there yet. But there's a couple of reasons for this. Of course, with the rise of remote and flexible work, there's a lot of mothers, working mothers that have young children. They are able to stay at home a little bit more while they're working, um, which is awesome. So yeah. And the pay gap is also the narrowest it's ever been. So positive news as well yeah both great data points for women i think that's awesome women are crushing it um of course the guy has to come with the bad news i think the reality is women are returning to work post-covid quicker and a lot of that has to do with the pandemic support so the COVID era funding for childcare uh is going to run out here soon mm-hmm. um so there's even a prediction that some of these numbers are going to rapidly decline uh because that pressure of childcare is going to impact mothers more than fathers uh, so that's unfortunate I think the other reality is, um, you know, the percentage of working men is at an all-time low besides the pandemic era. Um, so yes, more women are coming into the workplace. I think another reality that needs to be addressed is that fewer men are working as well. So yes, we're coming in the in the gap is shrinking, but we are meeting in the middle. Uh, women are not going up to mm-hmm. the top uh, to, to meet that. So. Uh, again, something to keep an eye on for sure. You know, we're still within the realm of influence for post-COVID era policies. Um, so this might take a couple of months for this to truly pan out and to get a true sense of this. But yes, a significant milestone being passed here with this trend. And I honestly, I look forward to it continuing. I think it, it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um What's ironic about our next trend, okay. as we're talking about women, more women in the workplace and how hard they're working, is lazy girl jobs. So I don't know if you've heard about this on TikTok. <laughs> I've not heard about this. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's honestly just the idea of women having flexible jobs that are nine to five. They're not super strenuous or difficult. Um, they have good benefits. And some people are saying that this is, in fact, not lazy girl jobs. It's, it's just a normal it's job. It's just a good you know, it, yeah. job. So it's interesting that we have the term lazy around it, whereas really it might just be a wake-up call for leaders that so many people are burnt out, so many women especially are burnt out, um, and they really just want to work a normal job 40 hours a week and have a good work-life balance. I mean, I don't want to discredit TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I mean, there's some there's some like real challenges going on here, right? So I think there is the perception that's being put on social media and how people portray their day to day life, especially work, and maybe some of that is real. Maybe some of that's a mm-hmm. highlight reel, you know. So there's sure. some of that. Um, you know, the reality is, I think the expectation of employees and how they are being treated at work. You know, we've we've seen that in the last couple of years, especially in which we are pushing more of these. I don't know lazy girl attributes um but like a flexible you know work schedule the ability to work from home uh the hybrid maybe two or three days in the office uh improved benefits improved perks like you know we talked about childcare. like so maybe it's just a, a normalization of some of those things that maybe 10 years ago thought like above and beyond and wow like you have it made uh, in, in reality maybe that's coming closer to the to the middle of these should be the standard expectations of what it means to to be at work for sure. I think something else to consider here is also just since the influx of remote and hybrid work, the lines are blurred. And we've talked about this before, how it can be difficult for people to log off and actually separate and create those healthy boundaries. So I think this is also just almost a watch out for making sure your employees are creating healthy boundaries for themselves at the end of the workday. Absolutely. What's the third trend that we are spotting today? So the third trend, we're going to go back to Gallup here because we did a few episodes back talk about the state of the global workplace. Um, And there's a new trend that has emerged in Q2 here Mm. of 2023. And that is that remote workers are unfortunately drifting apart from their organizations a little bit. Makes sense. So they are feeling less connected to the mission. Um, I think that does come naturally when you are not in an office surrounded by your people and being reminded of the overall mission and vision and purpose. Um, So yeah, unfortunate, but it's the reality. And what's crazy about this is engagement overall is up, Mm -hmm. right? But it's these remote workers that are being left behind in some of these. So I don't don't know how many more times we can talk about this in how many different ways. I think the physical proximity to the organization and to the people that you're working with makes a significant difference Mm -hmm. in how engaged you are in the work you're doing, who you're doing the work with, and for what purpose. If I am a remote employee that can work anywhere in the world, maybe anywhere in the country, let's make make it a little bit smaller, this becomes transactional. This becomes a thing that I go to my desk and I turn on my computer and I do, 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 and then I turn the computer Mm -hmm. off and then I go do life. If, If that is the extent of your connection to the job, it becomes transactional, becomes very easily to become disengaged, becomes very easily to go and find something else. Um, so I think we talked about this nonstop about how do you create that sense of connection with those remote team members? Like that's step number one. How do you connect with them? Then if you can get them connected, are they engaged? Do they care? Like th- these are all the steps that you need to d- to go through in which, you know, maybe the onsite employee doesn't have that hard of a time because they get it. There's the vibe. There's the there's the morning chats about hobbies. There's the lunch hours spent together. There's the chatting on the way out to the parking lot. Like all these collisions with other people. As humans, you're trying to connect with other people that are similar to you. That's one way to drive similarities. Remote is like the opposite. You're like mm-hmm. in isolation. You're the feral cat, right? So uh, anyway, the, we've talked about the impact of the remote work environment, I, I think, nonstop. Gallup, of course, you know, I mentioned this is my most favorite time of the year. Pumpkin spice yes. lattes. PSLs. Yeah. And then the global employee experience workplace. What, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> the state of the global workplace. And the state of the global workplace report. Like those are my favorite things. So those are three trends that we're, we're tracking for you. Uh, we'll put the links to some supporting articles uh, there. Something you can bring up. Maybe it's with your, you know, HR people, leaders group on your, on your texts. 
Okay, anything else? Any other trends? I'm sure there are, but uh, like probably, yeah. but that's for next time. Well, thanks, Kaylee, for bringing these to our attention. And then, uh, like I said, we'll put the links to these resources in the notes so y'all can follow along and, and continue to, to watch these trends. For sure. Thanks, thanks Kaylee. Kaylee. Thanks for joining us today. And special thanks to The Fracture and Jay Matthews for their original music. Stay tuned for more episodes coming out every week that will touch on the topics that are important to HR and people leaders like you. If you have any recommendations or feedback, or if you are looking to partner on creating a more engaging recognition program, you can contact us at podcast at recognition.com. And as always, thank you.